0: What up, y'all? It's Keon. Welcome to the Roll With It podcast where we talk the latest in music, current events, sports, and much more. We're all looking to strive in our personal journeys. Here, we can do it together. Stay up and roll with it. Roll With It is just something that I'm trying to create that everybody around the world can listen to. Just come kick it, man. Come find out. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Keyon Vree, the host of the Roll With It podcast, where we come right out the house with it. I just want to welcome y'all back to the second week, second episode of Roll With It. Last week, we talked about the NBA champs, football transfers, Tokyo 2020, and some of the hottest in music. It's been a week since we last kicked it. I love checking in with y'all, so let me know how y'all doing, because you know how it is. We a family. This is a platform where everybody and anybody can come kick it, come interact. You know this, come, come escape for the minute. Like, we got everything you could possibly want here. So you're not going to want to miss it every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On this episode today, we're going to be covering the NBA free agency frenzy, football transfer window talk, new Dave, current events, and more. Hey, man, let's just get right into it, because I think the craziest thing that I've seen this week has to be Lionel Messi becomes a free agent. Leo will not be returning to Barcelona this season. Yo, that is just mad to me. Like, from what I've seen, it was mutual, it was sudden, m- most importantly, sudden. What had happened was La Liga blocked the signing. This is, this has been a back and forth saga since the beginning of summer. We didn't know if the extension was going to come. We didn't know if he was going to resign or go somewhere else. Um, Memphis Depay was signed for Barcelona. You know, there are still a lot of questions that people want to be asking. There are a lot of questions that clubs want to be asking. Messi will be appearing at a press conference tonight, August 7th to address all the loose ends, all the loose ties that are still, you know, uh, pending answers. However, he wasted no time talking to other teams because following the block move by La Liga yesterday, PS- uh, PSG opened negotiations with Leo you know, last week we spoke about PSG's transfer window masterclass while touching on uh, Donnarumma and the Navas comparison. But yo, have they outdone themselves by adding Leo to the front? This now means Messi, Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, and Dia Maria can potentially work the attacking third for the parasite. Yo, not to mention Gigi in midfield, Sergio at the back, uh, Marquinhos at the back. They got Presnel Kimpembe still at the back. Yo, PSG have now signed Donnarumma, Gigi, Sergio, and now potentially Messi on all free transfers. Meaning they paid nothing. Now, yo, don't get me wrong. Their week wages are going to be astronomical, considering Hakimi was added to the team. I, I, I just, I just can't believe, like, cause with all these signings that they made this summer, it will be hard for me to believe that PSG is not winning at least one trophy. Like with this team, if you walk away with no trophies, I almost pity you, <laughs> because yo. This team is star-studded. Like, this is reminding me of that one summer that uh, that Madrid dominated in uh, 2009. They signed uh, Cristiano. They signed Chabi Alonso. They signed Kareem Benzema. Kaká. Raúl. That summer was crazy. I don't know how much they spent in total compared to PSG, but... I can't wait to see how PSG performed this season. Yo, and another topic, something I'm super excited for, Romelu Lukaku to Chelsea. More big news as Romelu was tied in a return move to Chelsea. This would be absolutely mad. Like, Lukaku and Chelsea at this point in form in his career... I can only imagine the damage this may bring to the Prem. Lukaku is strong, aggressive. He plays lethal. And with the support of Kai Havertz, Hakim, and Christian Pulisic, like, this this could be worrisome for my Tottenham. (laughs) Yo, but at this point, I'm all for Lukaku returning to the Prem. This move, this move will be mad. And from what, from what I'm hearing, it's, it's already nearly confirmed. There's, there's an approximate fee of, uh, a hundred euro to enter and Lukaku and Chelsea are now in negotiations for, I think I saw 12 million euro. Uh, I don't know. I I, I could be wrong with that, but that's what, just what I've been seeing on the cards. Lukaku was once in Chelsea before, but he was not nearly at the point of his talent and form as he is right now. And I'm surprised to see that this move went through because Inter was saying that they considered Rom like untouchable in terms of the transfer market window. And... This was a strong 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 player for Inter like on and off the pitch like his his mentality on the pitch is one thing but his companionship his camaraderie like his 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 love for whatever badge is on that shirt it it, it bleeds through like every every minute from the first whistle to the last whistle like you see what it means to him to be on the pitch no matter where he's at if he was in italy like if he was in england if he was in belgium it, it don't matter where he's playing he just wants to play the game i'm gonna let y'all know one thing though when that shirt goes up for sale i'm copping that immediately because i have just about every rom shirt so i'm definitely gonna be adding that to my collection Another hot topic that I've seen online lately is Harry Kane. Harry Kane is in a bit of hot water following some rumors after he didn't show up to a practice at Hotspur Way. He was on personal holiday with his family. He said he would be back at this date, but he didn't show. There were some discrepancies, whether it was him... Effectively trying to force his way out of the club. Or if it was truly just. Him not getting there on time. Like I think sometimes we forget that. These ballers they are human too. Like they are people too. He was on vacation with his family. He was overseas. He didn't get back in time. Alright that's cool. This is bittersweet. Because on one hand, I I I really do feel that they are human too. But if you're required to show, regardless of the personal holiday, there's no reason to be feeding into these hot takes, these these rumors, you know, these instigations. Harry Kane released a press statement addressing this situation. He stated. It was hard to see these comments questioning my professionalism. He went on to say he will be returning to the club Saturday 7th. Most importantly, he he doesn't want to endanger the relationship with the club. And more importantly, the fans. Because Harry Kane, I feel, is Tottenham's number one guy. Like, Sonny and Dele, like, yeah, they get their flowers, but... Like, Harry Kane is the one that all the reporters are, you know, they're looking to, like, they're watching them through their magnifying glass. Like, you know, there is a bit of speculation, like, is it a vendetta against Harry Kane or is it purely admiration for, you know, one of the greatest attacking players that Spurs has seen? This is this is, you know, this is a situation where Levy and the owners are not gonna let him out. They are not gonna let him out unless it's for the right price. And with City signing Grealish now, I don't I don't see Harry leaving. Excuse the ringtone. I don't I don't see Harry leaving. Because that was the only team that was interested in him. Do they have the money? Probably. City has a lot of money. We all know that. But are they willing to pull the trigger for Harry Kane? I Hey man, I, I don't see I don't see the executives at Tottenham letting him go. They know what price tag is on him. They know they're not gonna settle for less. And they know what he brings to the team. They want to see Harry in Tottenham for as long as they can. Is it wrong of him for wanting to go? Pursue a career elsewhere where he may win a trophy. I mean, no. (laughs) Let me rephrase that. Not. it's not wrong. It's not wrong. But it requires a lot of money. To have a striker of that caliber. Even considered leaving by the executives. uh, In the front office. It will require a lump sum. Like a crazy amount of money. For them to think about letting Harry Kane leave. And not even to mention. Like why would they want to sell him to another Premier League team? Why would they. If they sold him. Why would they want to let him remain in England. So they have to deal with him. Wouldn't it make more sense for them to sell him. Out of the country. To a a different league. Like. So they wouldn't have to deal with him. Maybe in Champions League or you know in other competitions like that. But if they're willing to sell Harry Kane. They are not going to sell him to another domestic league team. Where they will have to worry about him when it's time for. Scraping enough points for a a championship or a Europa League position. With that being said they're going to need to wait until the right club comes with the right price that they're, you know, willing to take because missing out on it or letting a talent like Harry Kane go elsewhere I feel is a mistake in itself but if the player's not happy at the club if the player is not performing because of that let him go free. You know what I'm saying? Like, let him go elsewhere. Let him desire a career elsewhere. Because, you know, he may come back. It, it, it may be like a, a Lukaku-Chelsea situation. Or it may be like a... Uh, who knows? Like, even like a, a Gareth Bale. Like, yeah, he was he came back on loan. But he still made the appearance. Like, fans still got to see him in the shirt one more time. Like, you know... It could be a situation like that where a return home after he's gotten his desired glory. It may even boost his performance a little bit because he's went on and he's got what he wanted. So now he wants to primarily just play for the badge. Like Tottenham gave him that burst into that career that was almost like destined for him, you could say. He really, he really took that uh, big leap when he was projected, like, almost shot into the first team at Tottenham. And even when he's out of form, even when he's out of form, people will continue to talk about him because he's created such a run of form that if he doesn't score in a game, it's almost abnormal to spectators and reporters alike so it would be interesting to see how Harry Kane bounces back from this and you know strides into the next coming season with players like Dane Scarlett and Niall John looking to learn from his playing style or his uh how he carries himself in the in and out of the dressing room or on the pitch Or while he's wearing the armband or while he's in contention to wear the armband. You know what I mean? Like, he will always be able to work with, you know, players like the likes of uh, Sonny, Dele. Like, I even want to see him maybe playing a little more with Stevie on the side. Like, Harry Kane is just that one player. Like, no matter what team you stick him on, he will perform well. And no matter what team he went to, he would fit into the first squad, no question. He would fit into the first squad with no problems. Like, So I think it would be a major mistake for Tottenham to let him go at this point in the career. And as always, let me know what y'all think about these moves. The Messi move, the Lukaku return, the Harry Kane diabolical, whatever you want to call it. Let me know how y'all feel. You can find us on all social medias at rollwithit underscore pod. Or you can email me at rollwithit.pod at gmail.com. So you know what it is. Tune in on the socials. Let me know how y'all feel. I'm always looking to interact. With that being said, I would like to announce that we are now on Google Podcasts, Breaker, radio public anchor anywhere you can find your podcast needs you can find us we will be on apple Podcasts within the next week so i will be updating y'all as soon as we get the green light and as always thank you for tuning in and just kicking it with your boy here we go on to the next topic yo since the last time we met There has been moves made every which way in the NBA. So right now we about to call this the NBA free agency frenzy yo. Cuz I don't even know where to start with these moves bruh. Kyle Lowry has just signed with the Heat on a 3 year deal for approximately 90 million dollars. He will make the move from Toronto to South Beach and I'm interested to know how do y'all rate that move? He will now link up with Jimmy Butler, who also just signed a four-year extension with the Heat for four years and $184 million. He will have the player option locked through 2025. And with that, this new squad potentially can be Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, and Bam Adebayo. Not to mention Tyler Hero coming off the bench too. So, how y'all think South Beach is going to do? You think they're going to do better? You think they're going to do worse? Or you think they're going to do about the same? Alex Caruso will make a move to the Bulls following some star pickups by the Lakers. Those pickups from the Los Angeles Lakers include Malik Monk, who signed on a one-year contract. Wayne Ellington, who also signed on a one-year contract. You got Dwight Howard, who was traded back, him making his Los Angeles return. Trevor Ariza, who signed on a one-year, who's making his Lakers return. And Russell Westbrook. Russ was traded to LA in a five-team deal. Coming from the Wizards, he he, will be hungrier than ever when linking up with this five-star team. That deal included Kyle Kuzma going to the Washington Wizards, where he will link up with Hardaway Jr., I believe, who was just also traded there. But the best pickup for me has to be (laughs) Melo. Melo going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Yo, that is something that really pleased me because I really want to see Melo get this ring. And with this team, I don't know. I think this may be the right team to do it. Because you got... (laughs) <laughs> you got everybody you could possibly need on that team. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, Mello may be done. Mellow may be done. He may be past his prime. But, uh, yo, he was showing some spark. He was showing some flame out in Portland. Or should I say Rip City. He was showing some flame out there with the Blazers. So let's see if he could bring some of that to L.A. And revitalize some of that OG Mello, That OG Mello playing that we used to see. Back in Denver. But shit, back when he first went to the Knicks. Like, shit. Mello, I'm rooting for you, dog. Like, I want to see you get that ring. I want to see you get that championship. Let's make it happen, G. Chris Paul was a very hot topic last week after that devastating final loss. However, CP3 has extended his stay in Phoenix for another four years at a cost of $120 million. CP3 likes where he's at right now and obviously feels this was the best move for his career. So I'm all for it, man. Good luck to him. Good luck to Phoenix. He's got a lot of young people he's mentoring, like Devin. He's got a lot of people that are looking up to his experience, and they're certainly learning a lot from it. Speaking of extensions, Derrick Rose also chose to extend his stay by signing a three-year 43 million dollar deal with the New York Knicks and another shocking move was Lonzo Ball to the Chicago Bulls 4 years 85 million dollar contract this move seems to be huge as this may further help develop Lonzo's career and not to mention DeMar DeRozan will also join the Bulls on a 3 year $85 $85 million contract Caruso Lonzo and DeMar DeRozan Are a huge signing for the Windy City Not to mention They are under a new head coach as well So who knows This may be an awakening in Chicago And They could see more than they've seen In the past few years who knows All I can say is that This free agency period This transfer period However you want to call it has been crazy and we have seen moves that have shaken up the predictions entirely for next year and I can't wait for this season to get underway like there is competition in almost every division so we will have to see how it pans out and as you always know At Roll With It, we're always staying tuned in online, always staying tapped in on the social media. The internet has been discussing this topic for the past couple days. Kanye has settled down in the Mercedes-Benz arena. This man has been staying there for the past couple days, weeks, I don't even know. Following the listening party for Donda, which has the public overthinking About its purpose. (laughs) The public eye has been. Scrutinizing. Not scrutinizing but. Overlooking. This listening party man. After the album's release was delayed for a second time. Fans starting to look deeper. Into the meaning of the listening party and all that. And all the live streams. It's hard to get a grip of. Kanye's creative process right now. Like. This man is just immersing himself in his own mind, maybe. I, I don't even know what to call it, but he's got weights in in the jail cell that he's staying in. I don't even know what the hell that is. Like is. He's got weights in there. He's got hair clippers in there. This man was rocking the Balenciaga acupuncture outfit. Like... Tch. Kanye is doing anything he can to channel his inner workhorse for this tape, and something that was going through my mind while seeing videos and pictures of the listening party and whatnot is I, I was wondering what Kim and I was wondering what North was thinking, watching all this because Donda is her grandma after all. Like I'm wondering what she's thinking watching Kanye. Two hundred feet in the air, some shit like that. Like, I'm wondering what she's thinking with all these lights. Like, he don't even got the COVID mask. This man got the <laughs> sheen freaking ski mask on, walking around listening to this tape. I, 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 I'm just wondering where their minds are at is all. And it's needless to say that the world is at least curious. To see what Kanye has to say on this tape. Or the release date. Because that shit's been changed like three, four different times now. So shit. <laughs> but I'm going to keep it real with you. That's not the only thing that's going on in music though. I've seen some people joking on this. I've seen some people get mad about it. So let me know how y'all feel about this. It's a baby downfall yo. The baby has heard nothing but flames and char boiled grillings online after homophobic comments he made. He's been dropped from a number of festivals, including the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> nah, all jokes, but bringing Tori out was probably not the best thing, neither. Because, uh, hey man, you got to keep in mind, like, there are armies behind every artist now, like, Megan Thee Stallion got a whole ass fleet, a whole ass platoon, a whole ass army with their hands on their knees, shaking it, that shit, like, yo, Cardi B, she's another one, she got a whole, she got a whole set that's running for her, and, yo, Tori is not the motherfucker you want to be riding for like that, yo. Like, he can't even get on half the rides at the amusement park. <laughs> so, yo, I don't... It just looks like the baby is getting the, the brunt of it right now, because, I don't know, riding for Tori like that may have not been that smartest decision, yo. Like, he's he, he may have a whole... He may have a hot, boring summer, because hearing on that many festivals too much right now yo this next artist has been making shit hot and i'm talking like hotter than humidity hot i'm talking hotter than the uncle grilling at the cookout hot i'm talking about carry two sweat rags hot it's that new dave yo we are all alone in this together is dave's newest drop With features of some of the biggest in the game. Some UK Dons on that. Yo. My favorite track is In The Fire. No question. But those tracks Lazarus. And Verdansk. Like yo. They have crack in that shit or something. Cause I've been reloading those tracks. Since the release. (laughs) Songs like Heart Attack. Purple Heart. survivor's guilt really tap into that og dave sound like this album has storytelling it has bangers it has ballads and it has a bit of everything for everyone so make sure you go check that out man yo this next topic has had the streets in a grip since fucking covid hit yo August third the streets was on pause. No A yo Cause we all seen the hype leading up to the locks versus dips at battle and this one did not disappoint. This versus was off the chain, bro. Like this was crazy. Locks brought the energy from the gate and (laughs) yo, dip was all fucked up and shit. Like Jim Jones was falling off the stage, like Juels was yo that man was on another planet i'm not even gonna hold you yo and jada was out doing dip by his lonely and he called them out for stuttering he called them out for rapping over their lyrics he said where the instrumentals at yo (laughs) and it was crazy he was he was not letting up with that shit too he was going all night with that Yeah, you know, yo, freaky Zeke was moving crazy all night. (laughs) Yo, that man was dancing from the first note. Like, (laughs) he he was definitely the one that brought the energy for Dip. But yo, Lockside, that shit on lockdown for real. Soldier Boy about to be like, yo, (laughs) I did some of those moves first. Like, freaky Zeke stealing that shit from me. But you already know how it goes. Tap in. Let me know. How bad y'all thought Locks did him? Cause I think it's safe to say that we all know who won, and I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I feel like people may know Dip's hits more, and that's why people was expecting him to win. But on some real shit, I don't know if Dip can fuck with Locks like on a on a lyrical level like that. On an energy type level like that. Even 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 in their age now. Cause like you could argue that with age, like rappers lose it. Yeah, they may not have that same energy, but locks proved that shit totally wrong. I'm talking Sheep, Styles, and Jada, they all killed that shit. They all went crazy. <laughs> From the first song to the last song. Jada said, I'm on the same block. I'm outside. Come and find me. Cam, you stay You, you stay in Miami. He said, I got 100 rounds and 100 clips. I don't know, bro. To me, it was clear cut. Locks brought that energy. Locks had it on shutdown since the first song. So, tap in. Let me know what y'all thought. On a more serious note, I wanted to wrap up this episode with this last topic. The year 2021 and recent prior years have brought more attention to the environmental crisis around the world. Some of these issues surrounding deforestation, sea level rise, and now flooding. Floods have induced damages all around the world including parts of Europe and West Africa. July 12, 2021 marked the first encounter of danger due to the floods. The floods started in and around the UK. Flash floods damaged some property on the land. And across the English Channel, European countries such as Austria, Belgium, Croatia, Germany, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and Italy have all had separate encounters with the floodings. Unfortunately, there's been a total of 229 deaths across this list. It's it's really unfortunate to hear that there was 184 deaths belonging to Germany, 42 in Belgium, and one in Italy, Austria, and Romania. There's 200,000 people without power. And it, I don't know, man. It just makes me feel some type of way, bro. Cause climate change is that type of thing that's like it was denied for so long, like it was swept under the rug for so long. Now it's coming back to bite us in the ass, bro. The flooding and damages, like they're due to rising sea levels, like poor aging infrastructure, like. Inadequate planning by government officials, like, these are all solvable problems. These are all things that could be met with solutions. But people are struggling to find them. And the detrimental flooding has not only been in places like Europe, but in Lagos of Nigeria, where the rain season is in full effect, however, citizens in and around the area have reported the floods to be abnormal in size and occurrence. Government officials are struggling to provide solutions for their people as thousands of commuters wade and trek through waters to attend work. And drivers have even said they've experienced water flowing inside the vehicles and have even been stranded. And it, you know, it just, it, it obsessed me because occurrences like these have and will continue to occur if we keep delaying and downplaying crises. And not only crises, like environmental legislation and. Proper officials that will prioritize these problems. Um, If we prioritize these approaches when it comes to environmental crises, we may have a better chance and we may, you know, be able to sustain these normals that we know for a little longer because... We've seen some countries that are on their way to become green nations, or at least something closer to that. That won't be as harmful to the environment. Um, we need to stop mistreating the planet, cause we we need to rethink and reapproach these natural issues and improve our response not as one nation, but, as a whole, one people, the United Nations, can also help, environmentally as well, like, we need, we need to talk about, these issues, we need to, force solutions now, because, we're at a place, where it's almost, to the point of no return, and, and, climate change truly affects everyone around the world like in one way or another it 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 doesn't matter if these floods are in europe and they're not affecting your nation right now it doesn't matter that these floods are in west africa and they're not affecting your nation right now like these this rising heat crisis these rising sea level crises, like all these are important issues that require our utmost attention again, not as one nation or the other, like we need input from every possible contributing nation, especially these developed nations that are over exploiting these still developing countries or not even still developing that are over exploiting these naturally rich countries that are being totally abused and totally used in different ways and they're being stripped of their resources they're being stripped of their prime thing that they can offer to the international arena for example like natural gas Reserves that are being found in, I don't know, like the seas surrounding, uh, China and the area, you know, of Southeast Asia and over there and stuff like that. They're being overexploited like, uh, mineral reserves in Africa are being overexploited. How about we start using these resources and start putting them towards sustainable facilities or or sustainable organizations or sustainable practices that everybody around the world can benefit off of? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody around the world can benefit from natural gases or rich minerals or rare minerals or you know oils in the middle east that are being over exploited and monetized first of all all this shit is being monetized all these rich resources, natural shit that you could find underground and stuff like that is all being monetized. And yes, it may it may not have one thing to do or another with the legislation aspect and organization aspect, but we can start by regulating these reserves or regulating these minerals that are getting stripped away way too fast and not even to mention being put towards something that's not even beneficial it's being used for profit shit like that is being used for dominance like oh this nation is has this much control over the reserves or the minerals Or the natural gases. We need to stop looking at it like that. You feel me? We need to start looking at it as. How can these resources. Help other. Issues. Or help. Nations that are struggling. Or help people that are struggling. Look. This is not a. Where one person is right and one person is wrong. We just need to come together and start doing the right thing. Nobody, like, nobody is holding a gun to anybody's head and saying that we need this many minerals, we need this many resources. This is all being driven by greed. And the sooner that we realize that, the sooner we can move in the right direction. Because it seems like some people realize and they don't even care though. But like I said, everybody is affected by these crises. And everybody can only benefit from a change in these approaches to environmental issues. But I'm only one person. Let me know how y'all feel. Get involved in the conversation. You can find us on the socials. You can reach us by email. Let me know. I want to be in tune with y'all. I want to be interacting with y'all. Let me know how y'all feel about any topic that's been discussed on the show. Or let me know what y'all want me to talk about. Because... I'm open to anything I will research I will talk I will discuss I will ask questions on any topic that you all guys are interested in listening about so let me know this is not just a platform for me this is a platform for you this is a platform for everybody around the world to create enjoy and thrive off of so as always let's strive together let's live together Let's level up together. It's Keon Reed, y'all. One love. What's going on, y'all? I just wanted to thank you for coming to kick it with me on the second episode of Roll With It. As always, we'll be back next Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come check us out. We coming right out the house with it. And we got a little something of everything for everybody.